Welcome to the Learning Reinvented podcast brought to you by myself, James Politilo. And Katie Godham from The Learning Effect. There are lots of learning podcasts out there, so we wanted to do something slightly different. This week, we're looking at some of the different routes people will take when looking for new learning and development suppliers. I am delighted to welcome Ali Tanzi to the podcast. Hi, hi everybody, thank you for having me. Hi Ali, do you want to introduce yourself and tell the listeners a little bit more about your background? So um, I'm Ali Tanzi, as uh, Katie has brilliantly introduced me, and um, my background for the last 15 years has been within learning and development, within some very well-known brands out there and doing a variety of different different roles so, uh, in the more early years in the operations of businesses, supporting um, those individuals working out in um, clubs, um, in particular in the health club sector, but also then moving into more of national roles and thinking more strategically about how to support individuals uh, through that through that, that talent pipeline. Um, I've also uh, coming back to kind of the last five years, I've worked in leadership development, supporting leaders um, in top talent and management development programmes and really thinking quite hard about how we support individuals in, in a very personalised personalised way, in a very pragmatic way as well. So recently you've set up Simply Brilliance. Do you want to talk us through what Simply Brilliance is? Yeah, so Simply Brilliance is a learning and development and HR marketplace and uh, it's got a little bit of a twist which I'll come on to in a minute but it's it's essentially a platform which showcases some of the very best suppliers out there uh, when we talk about on the planet but um, what we really mean is um, some of the best uh, suppliers that within the UK with some have do have a global global stretch. Um, it We are it was born out of it was really born out of a a need um, having uh, myself and my co-founders having worked in organizations for a while and finding a real challenge in in identifying brilliant providers to support us with our projects and going down the usual routes of Google and um, and our network and uh, the, the annual conferences it just wasn't working for us so we identified this need and we and we we didn't see anything out there that was particularly great so we thought you know what you know what, let's let's build it so so we built it so we have a lovely zebra icon we have our very very um stringent criteria for our providers to become on our platform they have to they have to meet a, a five-step criteria which we built ourselves with along with our peers um and they really have to be simply brilliant at, at what they do so in summary, you're helping internal L&D teams to find the very best people out there to help them with their projects? Absolutely, quickly and easily um, and with the confidence that they know that whoever they pick to come and have a conversation with are going to be really good at what they do. And as part of that Simply Brilliance journey, you're working to highlight different areas and help to simplify those. So in the past, I know you've looked at areas such as apprenticeships and your next focus is looking at the area of learning technology. So in your words and your experience, why do you think learning technology needs simplifying? So I think that's quite a, a question that I think a lot of people will actually be able to answer at the moment because there is just 
so much noise out there with very little clarity. And from my perspective, coming from a from corp from a corporate world, who I'm not I'm not not tech. I'm not I wouldn't call myself a tech phobe. I'm not like absolutely horrific around sort of sort of tech but I'm not really in that camp where I understand the technological ins and outs and the and the types of language so if when when we were talking about learning tech in our businesses uh, this the struggle was finding um, a way of identifying who was really good out there and what do they do and that's the, that's the challenge for, for all for all areas but particularly learning tech there are a number of big players out there but I, I when I follow them I still don't really understand in a really clear way who's great and what do they do no I think it is a really confusing market and that's partly why Katie and I set up the learning effect so I know we've been in-house and you're often trying to work with people who don't understand the intricacies or nuances of, of learning technology mm -hmm. and lots of the providers can look the same they may all sound great but you know it's until you use the systems or start to put them into your businesses that sometimes mm -hmm. the devil becomes in the detail for people because they don't really fully understand them katie i know you've had a lot of experience of this as well yeah i think um people need to bring back to their business requirements when looking at tech i think that's the really difficult thing um and that's what we found when we've looked at kind of review sites and things like that it's all kind of feature-led um, and I know working with you guys, that's something that we want to we want to try and kind of get rid of and actually put the business need forward so we can actually help people solve what they're trying to solve through learning tech, because mm -hmm. learning tech isn't the only answer either. The learning tech is a small part of your overall learning strategy. Just putting in a great system isn't going to solve all your issues. Um, and that, that I think that's something that we need to try and help people get through. Yeah, I mean, I'm really excited to be to be part partnering with you guys because you know I, I've got a certain level of understanding and the team here at Simply Brilliance has got a certain level of understanding that we you know our real kind of um, our real strength is understanding culturally what 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 corporates looking for in terms of buying those suppliers in but actually when it comes to tech we needed to partner with with somebody that really knew the tech stuff but not just that but really new tech stuff but also really got what we were about which was about simplifying messaging and highlighting brilliance and you guys are, are perfect in the you know from that initial conversation in sort of June last year just chatting through the challenges that we saw within the industry and how we wanted to, to simplify it for buyers um, there was an instant values match there which is really exciting because I think we've got a real opportunity to make a difference for people yeah I think it's one of those things where we really clicked because one of the things we've always advocated is that tech is an integral part of learning and development it's an integral part of you helping to deliver value back to your business to help your learners and achieve your business objectives but for so many it can seem this really intimidating space that maybe I delegate to someone in my team or sits as a, a siloed function in as part of a learning team or an HR team. And, and maybe some of the elements of 2020 have changed that in a way because people have been forced to, to get involved with tech. But, you know, making that really easy and accessible and something that we all feel is a natural part of any learning and development offer should be where we are, are heading rather than making it this mystical system 
manager thing that sits as part of your team and you go to them and you just get reporting out or some of the things we may have seen earlier in our careers it should be at the heart of what we're doing but it also isn't the be all and end all so you've both talked about culture and objectives and those things and I think that's absolutely critical to what we're trying to achieve through the partnership is to allow learning professionals to feel confidence that when they're using tech that is going to deliver for them and help their people and their business. Mm, absolutely. Yeah and I think overall it is just keeping it simple and it's using languages that, that people understand because we can go off and talk technical to a certain level as well not not completely technical but mm. but that doesn't help the people that the end buyers that's not going to help them understand what they're actually looking for and what they're trying to achieve either either. No not at all I mean I was looking recently well I say recently about six seven months ago I was looking at um, one of the sites that um, highlights learning learning technology and it's absolutely it's overwhelming um, yes there are reviews on there but the the reviews were five stars so it was like I couldn't tell from the reviews reviews are very limiting and um, and it was there was also a lot of a lot of complex complex language which I wasn't you know it wasn't something that I personally understood um, so you know it, as you said people buying from organizations are going to be in exactly the same position so just just seeing what was out there um I, I remember looking on a thread recently where there was a learning technology thread going and uh, uh, uh somebody asked a question around choosing you know the, the right providers and or suppliers to work with all the platforms and the response some of the response was a couple of very 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 uh, uh poignant responses where actually and i i, I don't think i'm particularly um poor at, at language but i actually couldn't understand about 80% of the response because of the, the level of technological language in there. Um, and that's the stuff we just got to say, we've just got to move away from. Um, life, life and work is too complex, it's too busy. Things need to be simple and easy. Um, and that's what we're hoping to, you know, hoping to deliver uh, for, for, our, for, for the customers, aren't we, ultimately? I think it's interesting you pick up on sort of use of language so you both talked about that and, and jargon because the, the mm -hmm. learning tech market has tried to use language to describe what it does and differentiate and it's probably just made it more confusing for people so you had LMSs or learning management systems then you had an LXP or a learning experience platforms then you've got whole learning solutions and learning platforms and you just mm. unless you're engaged in that what what is the difference between each of those things and even when you scratch the surface there isn't actually a great deal of difference between those things because people use the terms interchangeably mm. so no wonder it's overwhelming for people when you go in and you're faced with a load of either technical data that you need to review or technical requirements that people expect you to understand or even terminology that's been made up because this year we're trying to create a new marketable view of our product so we come up and call ourselves something different for 2020 or 2021 mm. so so it is a very confusing space and i think you know if we can simplify it for people and allow them to feel that confidence and to be able to make choices they can believe in is a massively important thing to help the industry move forward absolutely and i think as a buyer I would just want to know what it's going to do for me. What do I need to happen? What's the end result I'm looking for in my organisation? And then work backwards. I don't want 
the the technical jargon. I don't want to know the, about the whistles and bells. I just want to know honestly and with no bias at all. What is it going to do for my organisation and how uh, how is it going to do it? And that's all I want to know in those conversations. And and that's how why you know we we've, we've worked on our, the profiles for our site uh, together to to just make sure that what the, the buyer looks at is something really simple. I mean, it's a lot of work gone into it, but actually what the, what the end user, the end customer looks at is so simple. And, and it was, you know, it was designed so someone like me uh, who um, gets very annoyed with their phone and only uses three parts of it um, can look at it and go, actually, you know, what? I want to buy, I want to speak to these three companies about this system because it does what I need it to do. And that's obvious. And they're and they and they're they're great at what they do, and um, it's then just a bit about the cultural fit and the way we get the way we interact and and how I can see us working together over the next six months or whatever to implement, um, and that's a bit of a personal choice. So I think you know we we touched a little bit on what we're going to do, but let's sort of go back to what's out there for at the moment for people in, until we're bringing something new to the market because there's a number of different options that you have and again you touched on this when you, you talked about Simply Brilliance at the beginning mm -hmm. so in your previous role before you had Simply Brilliance you would have a couple of routes you could go online and look at some sites and yeah in the learning tech space that exists so you might find uh, some re review sites or some uh, comparison sites and those will have lots of different uh, criteria on those sites so some of those might be led by analysts and they might have put forward various grids or graphs or tables or charts to try and clarify that for you but what you're still looking at is comparators that don't mean anything to you in your business that are often in technical language and don't really work for you as an individual or as a company the other thing you get is in a similar way to TripAdvisor, there's a number of uh, sites where people can leave feedback. But as you said, again, they're often full of five star ratings. There's not really enough data for feedback to be the full extent of what you can review a system on because a system might only have 20 or 30 customers. It's not like you would have in a hotel where you've got 20 rooms and people are staying in those across 365 days of the year, you get quite a lot of data. What people tend to do in learning tech is make a purchase for one or three years and companies don't have huge amounts of people using their systems at that level to then be able to give comprehensive feedback. And also because those uses cases for each business is so different, you might find that even though you're reading a review, that review is probably about how nice the people were or how well the implementation was, which tells you a little bit about the culture of the supplier, but it doesn't give you anything specific that's going to help you in your business. So looking at those, there's a number of things out there to help you. And the other option we see is you can just turn around and ask your own personal network. But again, in the same way, your own personal network are not making those decisions or those purchases every day and probably only have experience of one, maybe two different systems. And as the market's changing so often, it's really hard through that to keep up to date with what the options are. Given those options, what will be different about the approach that Simply Brilliance will take? 
So interestingly, it combines all of those options, really. So anyone who is familiar with Simply Brilliance will, will know already that we have a SIFT process, which is based around our criteria. The criteria was created through uh, many years of, of experience of, of knowing, understanding and experiencing what brilliant provider relationships look like. So we, we have that standard values and culture check. Um, and we, uh, what we have introduced with the learning technology is the partnership with you guys and there, therefore the ability to have a great conversation and do a really great deep assessment around the, 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 the supplier and the supplier's platform. So it, there's a twofold um, criteria for, for our, our, um, our suppliers. And I'm sure you'll talk a little bit in a moment about what that deep dive assessment you know, it consists of and uh, looks like. But the, the what we also do are doing is we're capping the number of um, learning platforms we have on our on our site. So we want to remove that overwhelm. You know, there's a there's a lot of learning platforms out there, and we want to make sure that we have the very the very best on there. We have a really broad, um, diverse collection of learning platform so we have those that have uh, some of the less 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 complex functionality that can meet the needs of a smaller um smaller organizations for example right up to those that can can support the the the, the larger large scale large scale organizations a really diverse mix we want some of the the the, the long-standing providers that, are, that that meet the criteria but also some of the new newbies that are joining the market so we're capping at a, we're capping at a certain amount. So there's a lack of overwhelm, and also we are, but we are still open to those startups because we want to make sure that those those startups, those newbies, simply brilliant, uh, new to market, are and the the innovators are still able to to move into onto our platform. So we've got the sift, we've got the technical expertise, and we've uh, capped, and then we've also got the the, the profile itself. So we've developed a profile which is our usual quirky, quirky look and feel. Um, but it's also really simple. It's not oh, it's not over engineered. It's not loads of detail. It's just what you need to then make the decision to have that chat with the um, the supplier because you like what you see. You trust that they're good. They're showing the outputs uh, that, that you want to see in your organisation. And I think perhaps you you guys might be better placed to talk again in detail about that. But we are um, we're really looking at it from the perspective of the buyer. What do they need to know, and how can we present that in a way that's really simple for everybody to understand? I think the point you raise, Ali, about overwhelm is really important because I went on one of the comparison sites recently and there was well over 500 different options of platform. And when I looked at the information on those or even tried to use the filtering or SIF functions, it got me no clearer to anything that helped mm -hmm. me to solve a problem. And the only differentiator I could see is potentially maybe they they were designed for a particular market not around whether they were good, what they did, how they helped me solve business problems. Mm -hmm. So Katie, do you want to talk through the process we've put together and how we try to bring to life what a system or supplier might be able to do for a business? 
Yeah, so essentially we're kind of taking the hard work out of it for people. So we're we're speaking to the suppliers, but we're basing that around um, more business requirements as opposed to feature led. So like you guys have touched on as well, and I think I spoke about that earlier. So we're not looking at the bells and whistles and what the system can do. We're looking at what it can do to actually solve what you're trying to achieve through a learning system. Um, so we we then in the background go and talk to the supplier and actually get a really good demonstration of that and base that against our criteria of the business requirements. So then we look at what the supplier does best and we, we have two or three options in there. We look at what they do, so what they're good at doing and we look at what they don't do. So what's on their roadmap, what might come up, so that might fit into your roadmap as well and what they don't do because not some suppliers don't do everything and that's fine. I think it's really important to add as well that you said an in-depth demo, but we actually probe, test, clarify and double check because what we've seen over our years of experience is that any demo from any supplier is going to show you the best things. However, what we're there is to be on your side asking those difficult and challenging questions that you may not think to ask or you may not know some of the potential pitfalls or some of the problems that may exist within systems or, or be common. So we're there to really work through with the supplier and ensure that they are giving you a good view of their platform, but an honest view so that you're set up for success because it's great for both sides, both you as someone who wants to buy a platform and the provider as well, that there is a good match between the two of you. And we're hopefully making it more of a partnership approach than just a sales approach so that you know you're going to be working with someone who is there to work with you and you have bits of a system that is going to add to your overall learning strategy, culture or what you're trying to achieve as a business. So I, I just want to, to add on that actually, James, a very good point around the real deep um, conversations around this. Um, one of the feedbacks, the feedback from one of our suppliers recently was that the conversation was tough, but it was a great tough and they absolutely learned a lot from it. And that's what we we want to hear. We want to hear that it's beneficial for both sides because we're all trying to achieve the same thing ultimately. Um, and what I was thinking, so we really take the existing um, process, some way of way of searching for learning technology and, and flip it ultimately. So we're looking at it from a outputs led customer buying perspective. What am I trying to do in delivering my organization rather than the kind of old world whistles, bells and, and what's the functionality of the system first and foremost. So thank you for joining us today, Ali. If our listeners want to get in touch with you, um, how should they do that? OK, so um, it's quite simple, really. If they want to just head over to simplybrilliance.com and you can drop time in my diary or conversely, you can follow us on LinkedIn and um, chat with us through the through the LinkedIn platform. Awesome. Thank you. So we'll put those links in our show notes as well. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Perfect. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Learning Reinvented podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. You can register to join the Learning Effect community. The link to do so is in the show notes below. If you've not already done so, please follow our podcast. And if the Learning Effect can help you and your organisation, please do get in touch. You can find both James and Katie on LinkedIn and our contact details are in the show notes below.